Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. Today, the number one novelist in the country who dominates the New York Times bestsellers list, Colleen Hoover. Plus, a special surprise for a school bus driver who spreads the joy of reading to kids every day. And two top authors share their favorite beach reads. It's today with Hoda and Jenna. It all starts right now. Status quo. Hi, everybody. It is Monday. It is August the 28th. Happy St. Patrick's Day. I mean, honestly. <laughs> what are we, we match. You know you what? You told me you were going to put on a green blazer well, and I put on a green dress. By the way, I kind of like it. <laughs> I kind of like it. Beans. <laughs> green beans. <gasps> um, I am so excited. This is though. a show tailor-made for Jenna Bush Hager. And, and for, for everybody. all of y'all. Yeah. All of y'all, because it's all about reading mm-hmm. this show, which we're so, so excited for. What is your all-time favorite book? You know, this is going to seem unusual, but... The very first book I really fell in love with, which which was a book that I felt transformed me, not just because of the language and the prose and the stories, but because it changed the way I behaved. And it's called Living, Loving, and Learning. And it's by this guy, Leo Buscaglia. And I had never heard of a guy like this man who um, could transform a room and talk about how people can change and transform. Yeah. I actually wept reading it. And I read it in, co- in, in my early days of college. Wait, is this the one you would re- have your sorority sisters read? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I would give it, I, would, I passed it out. I would read, no, I would read it to them, okay, which while music was playing. Like y'all were going to, like where everybody else would go to a party, you're they like, going, welcome they to were go- Hoda Hour. Right, they were going to the Sigma Chi happy hour, and I was like, everybody gather around, they're like looking at me, go, I go, you guys, and I would literally, and then I had a tape recorder at the time, I would hit play, it would be this kind of Jim Brickman-y kind of background <laughs> music, and I would read. But Leo Buscaglia had this way of captivating. He believed in change. He could take like the one person in the audience and pull them up, and I was so inspired that I was like, this is it. And the one book I have is from my friend Peggy. And she said, dear Hody, which is what they called me. This one is for you. Please don't give it away. Love Aww. Peggy. Cause I'd given away everyone I had. Yeah. Oh my but gosh. I, I love Wait, that don't book. Don't you love that Hoda was the exact same <laughs> at 19 years old? We were like, let's read today's quote, kids. They were they were eye rolling me. I'm sure. You're now look. You're you have a tall order because you have so many books that you are madly in love yes. with. We see it weekly, but there's one that is my above first. All else. It's like the same sort of thing where it's a book that transformed yep. me. That I was like, oh my gosh, books can completely yes. create empathy and yes. can make you live inside somebody's shoes you've never walked in. And that is Toni Morrison's The Bluest oh, Eye. God. And I think I read it. Uh, for the first time in maybe eighth or ninth grade, I've reread it since. But actually, when I how was, did it affect you as a kid? I like just, that? I just couldn't. I, you know, Pacola, yeah. who is the main character, mm-hmm. had was so different than I was, mm-hmm. and yet I felt so 
moved by her story. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I feel like I want to talk to everybody about how she lived, you know, and who she was. Once when I was interviewed um, by Diane Sawyer, the yeah. first interview I ever did for television, yeah. at the she asked me during it, she said, who who would you be starstruck if if they walked into this uh, room? And uh, I think she was expecting me to say, like, Justin Timberlake. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this yeah. was a long time ago. Yeah, so yeah. somebody, you know, a Poppy. heartthrob. Mm-hmm. And I said, Toni Morrison. And she was shocked. You could, like, vis- you know, visibly. She, she was, that was not what she saw coming. No. And anyway, afterwards, we finished it, and I was getting ready to leave. And she said, what are you doing right now? And I said, oh, well, I have to go back to D.C. I was here, but I lived in Washington. Mm-hmm. She said, oh, too bad. She said, I was going to surprise you. <gasps> I, she was friends with Toni Morrison. She said, I was going to have her waiting at my apartment. Oh, my And we God. were going to have margaritas. Why didn't we do I that? I don't know. I was like, oh. I had something, and I wish I didn't because oh. I never got to meet her, but I would have. But what a, wow, how sweet of Diane Sawyer, by the way, to do that, too. I know. It was wow. really, wow. really loving. Okay, so there's a recent article from BBC.com. It's called Why Adults Should Read Children's That's Books. That's awesome. Okay, so the author, who was a children's book writer, argued that growing up isn't always linear. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we learn lessons later in life, even in children's books, that work in our adult life. Oh, she says that the best children's fiction helps us refine things we may not even know we'd lost. Ooh, I love that. Okay, don't you feel like there's books that you either read to your kids or ones that you just go back to over and over again that are actually written for adults. I mean, they are written for children. But you love it so much. for adults. There's this series of books that I found, and I don't remember how, uh, how, but it's called What Would You Do With a Chance? What Would You Do With a Problem? What Would You Do With an Idea? When you read these books, I've given them away for for college um, graduates, because it's like, how do you chase that chance? And it shows all the defeats you run into. And every when I read it, I, I know I'm reading it for me, even yeah. though my kids are like, okay, where's the chance blowing <laughs> off to? But it's so inspiring. What would you do with an idea? Mm. Something you can't get your hands around. Yes. Now, what about what about for um, you? Well, first of all, I love, I haven't ever read, read those, yeah. and I want to get my hands on them. But there is this author named Nancy Tillman. Yeah. And people know her. But she wrote this book on the night you were born. Mm. Um, mm. And I've been reading it to Hal so much recently, and he's always like, he knows. (laughs) Again, kids totally gaslight you. But they're like, he's like, I want little blue truck and Elmo's, you know, garbage bag. (laughs) And he's like, and then, I know I only get two books, but I'll choose (laughs) on the night you were born for you, mommy. You know, because oh, he so wants to get he three. He wants to get three. He wants to get three, and he's like, and, he knows that you'll like, totally. Which one's me, mommy? But we actually oh. read. But my sister read that at Mila's baptism, and then I've read <gasps> her other ones because oh. it's just about the delight of. That's a beautiful book. Getting to be a parent. Okay, all this talk about books made us ready for a game. We're jonesing for a game. It's called The The Classics. And here to host this is our hostess with the mostest and our resident librarian who's suddenly wearing glasses. And who also is a hot librarian. Donna Farrison. Read with Jenna as a sport. I'm in uniform. So this is how it's going to work. It's going to be fun. I'm going to take turns giving you each the premise of a story, Mm -hmm. and you have to let me know if you think it's a classic rom-com or a classic book. Okay. Okay, Okay. Okay. Here we go. All right, first up, Jenna. 
Two best friends make a pact to marry if they can't find mates by a set-upon date. But when he gets engaged to someone else, she tries to win him back. Mm. Is that a classic book or a classic rom-com? Is it Jane Austen? Or, or is it... My Best Friend's Wedding. Oh, it's My Best Friend's Wedding. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it is! It is! Wow, Hoda! You You're just welcome. helped me. That was great. Okay, next up, Hoda. I love that movie, Wait, by the way. Wait, so it's they one of the were best, best friends? I forgot yes. what happened. How did you forget they were best friends? Oh, he was marrying Cameron Diaz? He was Diaz? marrying Cam- Cameron, Cameron Diaz. Diaz. And Julia Roberts tried to break it up. I don't like the ending of it. He ends up with Cameron Diaz, doesn't what? he? Not to spoil Spoiler alert. No, it's a book. It's a movie that's been out for 20 years. Okay, well, okay. Okay, here we go. Hoda. Mm-hmm. A wealthy socialite throws lavish parties every weekend in the hopes of impressing his former lover. Is that a classic book or a classic It's a classic book. book. Do you know what it is? No. You, you still get a point. It's The Great Gatsby. Oh, yeah. Good job. Okay. Remember the green light? Oh, Oh, perfect. We're on brand. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Jenna, here we go. A well-to-do young woman amuses herself by meddling in the romantic lives of those around her. Classic book or rom-com? Well, is that trying to be, um, what's the movie, what's the book, it's not a rom-com, but the show we love on Netflix. Which one? Bridgerton. Bridgerton? It's not trying to be that. Is it a classic? It's a movie, so it's a rom-com or a... Oh, okay, so rom-com has to be a movie. Yeah. Or is it a book? Is it a book? It is a book. Okay. Okay. That's your final answer. It is Emma. Emma. And did you know, fun fact, Clueless is loosely based on Emma? It is? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Jane, there's been a ton of Jane Austen sort of... Yeah. Like little... Yeah. Okay. Interpretations. Mm-hmm. Hoda, here we go. Mm-hmm. A very attractive young woman can't date until her older, more bookish sister has a boyfriend. So some strings have to be pulled. Classic book or classic rom-com? I mean, I think it's a book, but it's probably a rom-com. Is it a rom-com? Final answer? Rom-com. Rom-com. Yes, Which it's 10 it? Things I Hate About You. Oh. oh. Which, another fun fact, is loosely based off of Shakespeare, yeah. The Taming of the Shrew. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so, so this is confusing because they're both rom-coms. Everything's based I know, on a book. I know. Okay, 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 we're ready. But you're winning, both of you. Okay, this one's <laughs> for Jenna. A dating coach mentors a client, but then faces romantic setbacks in his own love life. Dating coach. Classic book or classic rom-com? I feel rom-com. like it has to be a rom-com. You are correct. Yeah. That is Hitch. Oh, I oh, loved hey. Hitch. I know. I like that one, too. Everybody loves Hitch. Yeah, I, I can't. where we live. I loved <laughs> Hitch. I haven't needed to watch Hitch again. It's so good. I love Ava Mendez. Oh, okay. my God. She's okay. amazing. Final one is for you, Hoda. Mm-hmm. A bookshop owner accidentally falls in love you with know. someone way out of his league. Definitely a rom-com. Mm-hmm. Do you know what it is? Yes. You know, we do. Notting Hill. Oh, yes. Notting Hill. Yeah. That's what we meant. Okay, well, um, you both won, I believe. Okay. So you can share these uh, Readers? reading glasses. Readers. Oh, thank you. You can take one eye thank and I'll you. take the You'll other. take the other one. Thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank Donna. Thank you. Coming up next, the New Jersey school bus driver helping kids learn to read. Oh, we've got a special surprise for him coming up just after this. <laughs> Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. 
Typically, it's teachers and parents who help kids learn to read, but today we're going to meet a very special bus driver who is inspiring a love of books. Okay, his name is Herman Cruz, and I got the chance to visit Mr. Cruz at his school in New Jersey <laughs> to give him and his students a sweet surprise. Check it out. Meet Herman Cruz. Hey, kid. What's up, buddy? He drives a school bus for Middle Township Elementary in New Jersey. Hi, good morning. Cruz is more than just a bus driver. He's also a driving force in students' lives. Bye. Mr. Herman, as the kids call him, spends his spare time in between routes, volunteering as a reading tutor. What's the name of the book? I can fly. Can you? No. You can't? No. So tell me how this all started. It started as a means of killing time until dismissal. I overheard a student interacting with his teacher about a reading assignment mm -hmm. and that he didn't get it done. And I said, you know what? I could help him. He just was exuberant. Hey. It started with one. Mm -hmm. And then it just got contagious. Oh my goodness, calm down, calm down. Now, two years later, he meets three days a week with kindergartners, first and second graders, one-on-one -on -one for hours at a time in a corner of the school. They call his reading program Mr. Herman's Kids. And there is a line out the door. Mr. Herman is a legend. When Mr. Herman comes to my class, I smile. I want to be smart like him. He helps me learn new words. He is my best friend ever. A bus driver for more than three decades, now one of the kids' biggest mentors, all through the joy of sharing a book. The same joy he shares with his own family. Cruz has five kids of his own, and he likes to tell them and his students the most unusual way he fell in love with reading. I vividly remember when I was their age, my mother bought a World Book Encyclopedia. And I read every book, A to Z. I was literally a voracious reader. And it just expands your mind. And I just part that gift to the kids. Good job, baby girl. As a father of five myself, I impart my parental skills upon them. I give them the love, the support, the nurturing as, as a father to them. I'm like a big brother. I'm like a dad. I'm like a pop pop, a grandfather. There you go. What has it been like watching a kid fall in love with reading? It's like unlocking a door. I can see the lights on in their eyes. And I think it's because they feel seen by you. I love them. I love the kids. Mr. Herman thinks we're getting his bus ready for dismissal. They, they tell me about their day. They tell me about their assignments. He has no idea that his students are gathered outside to give him a super-sized thank you. Oh, my goodness. Mr. Herman, a man of words, now speechless. Mr. Herman, all of your kids wanted to show you how much they loved you. I don't know what to say. Y'all, do we love Mr. Herman? Yeah! We have a little something for Mr. Herman. This is for your reading corner to make it official. Mr. Herman's Kids Corner. So that you have an official place in the school to read. Oh, this is awesome. What's Mr. Herman's Kids Corner without books? 
We need books, don't we? Take home a, book. a joyous celebration of love and literature thanks to a man inspiring the next generation of readers. Oh, since our surprise mm. a few months ago, the school has been working on decorating Mr. Herman's <laughs> reading corner. It's not done yet, but look how beautiful the staff and students are having fun working on it together. I love that. Coming up next, the author whose stories have captivated millions, Colleen Hoover, shares her own story with Jenna coming up after this. All right, we get to meet all kinds of fabulous authors on our show, thanks to this young lady's book club. But Jenna, recently you sat down exclusively with an author who doesn't give many interviews, top in the country. Yeah, okay, so we're talking about Colleen Hoover with 25 books to her name and a major motion picture in the work. She's a literary force, but what's even more interesting is how she got to the top. <laughs> Take a look. I write because I have to. I think it's my therapy, it feeds my soul. I think I would be writing whether anyone read what I wrote or not. Colleen Hoover says she didn't set out for fame, but her love of writing helped fame find her. Hoover dominates the New York Times bestsellers list, once claiming eight of the top 10 paperback spots simultaneously. She sold more than 16 million books last year alone, even outselling the Bible. Her legions of fans, so dedicated, so passionate, they call themselves cohorts. I have read almost every single book written by Colleen Hoover. It's currently 1.11 in the morning. I just finished Hopeless. Take me back to your childhood. When did you know you wanted to write? Um, since I can remember, my sister, who was about three years older than me, learned how to read and write before I could. And I was so jealous because I'm like, oh my gosh, you know how to do that. I want to know how to do that because I just had all these stories I wanted to tell. And um, I was just super excited to learn the alphabet. <laughs> I was very disappointed that I didn't get to write my first story the first day of kindergarten. <laughs> Years later, when she attended Texas A&M University Commerce, she was already married with children. She put her dreams of writing aside to study social work, a more practical career to help support her three sons. We were very poor. We lived in a single-wide trailer house. We didn't have a front doorknob, but we lived a great life. We just struggled a little bit financially. Colleen never let go of her passion and began writing again just for fun. But then at Christmas in 2012, a beautiful accident changed everything. We'd bought my grandmother a Kindle for Christmas. I was researching how to get a document onto a Kindle and came across Amazon's self-publishing platform. And I was like, oh, I could just load it up here and then she can download it. Four months later, Slammed, the story she planned to share just with her family, landed her on the New York Times bestsellers list. Were you surprised? Yes. <laughs> Astonished. <laughs> now with 25 titles to her name, including Verity and Ugly Love, Hoover's romances and psychological thrillers are emotionally gripping. Her most popular novel, It Ends With Us, centers on domestic violence and is loosely based on her mother's life. My mother and father divorced when I was two, and one of my earliest memories 
was him throwing a TV at her. Mm -hmm. She was able to get out of that relationship. And then from then on, I just remember growing up with a mother who was so strong and independent. It's a book that people really care about. Yeah. I think people that maybe have been in hard situations feel seen. It's been very heartwarming to read how my mother's story has actually given strength to other women to be able to leave that, their situations. The story is now being adapted into a movie starring Blake Lively. The cohorts yeah. are having a lot of opinions about, <laughs> about what movie. Blake Lively's wearing. <laughs> right. Did that surprise you? It does. It really does. When I wrote the book, it wasn't about the age of the characters. It wasn't about what they were wearing. It was about the message that I wanted to get across. And I think the people that are doing the movie are doing such a phenomenal job. Shining a light on domestic violence is one way Hoover uses her fame for good. She also hosts her annual Book Bonanza charity event in her home state of Texas. Book Bonanza is wild. So wild. <laughs> Can you explain it to somebody that's never been here before? Uh, Comic-Con, Disney World. <laughs> the lines were insane this morning. Thousands of readers from all over the country come to meet more than 200 authors at the sold-out event. Hoover started the nonprofit back in 2018. It has since raised more than $1 million for different charities. That little girl who was mad she didn't learn the whole alphabet on day one of kindergarten, if you could say one thing to her about what life is like now, what would you say? You are gonna be so happy. <laughs> so happy. Oh, isn't she incredible? And she says, Hoda, I write because I have wow. to. Wow. She said she would have she would write no matter if anybody read it or not, but right. obviously she's selling quite a yeah. few books. And her latest book is called Too Late. You can check it out at today.com slash books. Coming up next, how a New Orleans bookshop is sparking a reading renaissance after this. All right, the next story combines two of our favorite things. Books and New Orleans. Mm. It's about a man named DJ Johnson who runs a popular bookstore called Baldwin & Co. DJ shares his passion for reading with the NOLA community. And as our friend Karen Swenson found out, it all started when he changed chapters in his own life. Take a look. Recommend um, Notes of the Native Son is a great one. No Name is Freed is another good one. Another Books have always been life-changing for DJ Johnson ever since he was a young boy growing up in New Orleans. New Orleans at the time was a very rough city, littered with crime and impoverishment, but the thing that saved my life were books. When you were a little boy and you were reading those books, where did your mind take you? What the books taught me was that as a black man, there's more opportunity than what I see today. And took my imagination to cosmic places that I never even thought existed. One of the people who instilled in him the power of books was his mother, Marion Stewart. She's my rock. So I've never seen anyone work harder than this lady. Like she worked three jobs to send us to private school because she said, hey, education will be your way out of these conditions. So DJ took advantage of every opportunity he was given, graduating from Clark Atlanta University and starting a successful career in Washington, D.C., working for the federal government. And then you get a call from mom. My brother called me. And um, he tells me, you know, mom's in the hospital. Take a leave of absence and come down to New Orleans. Doctor pulls me aside. She's not going to get better. She's only going to get worse. And she doesn't have much longer to live. I refuse to believe it. With DJ's constant support, 
his mom's health improved, and DJ found himself at a moment of personal transition. I started walking around the community. I got known as the guy with the book. I would walk into restaurants and people would always say, man, you always got a book in your hand. So when a group of buildings went up for sale in DJ's childhood neighborhood, the answer seemed obvious. I would love to change the landscape of literacy in the entire city and in the entire world. Coffee Talk is on a higher level here. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Like, this is a place of excellence. You're gonna meet excellent individuals and everybody doing things at a high level. To their superpower as being a connector because that's what they've been doing since they've been here. Connecting partners and communities together to better serve this community. And two of his biggest supporters, his mom Marion and grandma Hazel. You look pretty proud. Oh, I am extremely proud. I can tell you that from the time he was born, he always had a dream of doing big things. I know he was born for greatness. Spreading the joy of reading has become a reality for DJ, with the Baldwin and Company Foundation, an official nonprofit providing tutoring services, writers' workshops, and donated books to members of the community. When people think about New Orleans, they think about parties, they think about the festivals, but they don't think of us as a literary town. So I want to change that, and I want to spark a renaissance of creating a literary society out of New Orleans. We also had a special message for DJ from writer, poet, and New Orleans native Cleo Wade. New Orleans is special because it centers on community. There are a few places that capture this spirit more deeply than Baldwin and Company. I can't wait to come there, celebrate the city, do an author book signing, have a cup of coffee, and be in the community that they invest in and love so very much. Wow, I'm a huge fan of Cleo. Huge, huge fan, that's amazing. And there's a little bit more too. Atria Books, which is an imprint of Simon & Schuster, Mm -hmm. is gonna donate 100 copies of Cleo's Heart Talk, indeed. And (laughs) Macmillan Publishers is going to donate 50 copies of Cleo's children's book, what the road said so that you can continue oh, to spread goodness. the joy of learning and reading. I, I'm speechless. I'm, I'm honored. Thank you so, so much. I feel like this is just the beginning for you. I hope so. I, I really do hope so. Um, and I feel like it's just the beginning for society because as we create a more literary society, imagine the level of improvements that we make. Baldwin and Company has continued to host some amazing author events. Plus, they had a summer program that encouraged all kids throughout New Orleans to read. Isn't that great? Mm -hmm. Coming up next, y'all, my bookshop is open for business. We've got all kinds of goodies inspired by one of our Read with Jenna picks right after this. You can live out your MasterChef dreams when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Visit Angie.com. You can do this when you Angie that. All right, we love it when the doors of Jenna's Bookshop are open to the public. So if you are a book lover and you know one, this is for you. Okay, we are taking you back to one of our favorites inspired by the incredible novel Sam, written by Allegra Goodman. So get ready to scan the QR code and shop along. The first thing which you have behind you is this reading pillow wedge, okay? How does it work? It's like a husband? It's like a husband. They call those husbands, right? Oh, they call them husbands? I don't know. But first of all, it has this handle. It's very comfortable. And it is in two sizes, okay? They have the 18-inch or the 15 
18 high and 15 wide, so whatever. But the point is, for a kid, because there's two different and, ones so that a kid can do it. And they it. come in many colors, I bet. Oh, they have come in tons of colors. They have mm-hmm. 16 options, and it's $35.99. Mm-hmm. But it's good for kids to do their homework, okay? Moving on, and this one I'm kind of into. Oh, I've got it. Yeah, right there. This it's, is awesome. Isn't that awesome? This is the tablet? That Well, that's the tablet, but hold on. First, look at the tablet holder. It's this adjustable, adjustable holder right here. Got it? Mm-hmm. It holds your tablet, whether it's a Kindle or okay, an iPad or whatever. this is so bizarre. And then you don't have to hold it. You can just swipe and read. Oh, okay? my God. This is crazy. Um, all right. That's twenty five eighty eight. In this is the new Kindle. Okay. So cute. Some of us like hard co- copy books. Some yeah, of us like Kindles. Yeah, I like the, the hard The good copy. thing about Kindles, let me just tell you this. If you go out in the sun... You can read it, okay, which I'm into. This is the Kindle. It's glare-free, light and dark mode for reading in the day or night. I, I read it um, when Henry's asleep. You do? So I don't wake him up. That's such a cute idea. Um, okay. Anyway, here it is. And, oh, by the way, you can get Kindle Unlimited. It's $10 a month, and it gives you access to 2 million titles. Like Wait, if you're a big what? reader, if you really want to streak with us, all of these things are hoping to get you to read more, and you can get all, thousands of audiobooks or titles right here. All right, this one get is in- to this. This is crazy. Okay, this is inspired. No. You know who this inspired? This who? Mila. Well, I have to tell you, it's lighting up the whole page. I know. It's unbelievable. You know I what? love it. Oda, your enthusiasm. No, I'm not kidding. It's okay, amazing. So Mila got one of these. She shares a room. When she shares a room with Poppy, she liked to stay up later and read. I stole it from her so that I could read my hard copies while Henry sleeps. But guess Brilliant. what else is good for this? What? Um, you can also just do work late at night or whatever you want to do. It's $21.99. It comes in three colors. It's in the perfect spot to read. Right? Yeah. You can have it. Okay, Thank it comes you. in three colors um, and three brightness levels, which is amazing. Oh, and it, it recharges. Look, you just put a USB in there. 80 hours. Okay. Um, I'd like to dedicate this one to Kate Saunders. She gave this to me for Christmas. She's my uh, uh, old incredible assistant. What is it? It is an embosser for books. I think this is an incredible gift for anybody that likes to read. So look, open your book Uh and it's an embosser or a stamp. (gasps) And so pretend you want to give gifts to people. I'm, you can't really see this, but this says from the library, it says, read it, love it, return it from Somebody. Put your finger anyway, on it. Anyway, you, it's an embosser so you can give gifts to everybody. You can't see it? It's really cool. It's raised. Okay. I can't see it. But also look at the stamps right here. Put here your it neck, says, put your from the library on. of Hoda. Do you see that right here? That's it. Okay. So it's good. 1955. Nice. It's from mypickledstamp.com. And by the way, you can use the QO code, QR code mm-hmm. for 10% off. I think it's a good Valentine's gift. Mm-hmm. All right. Finally, last but not least, Hoda's just totally ignoring me and reading, but I found these very cool lithograph blankets, okay? Aww. And this is from a brother and sister team Aww. who loves reading so much, lithographs.com, and, and so here are the blankets, right? For example, the one no, on Hoda is The Great Gatsby. What's that one? What does this one say? It's Anybody a typewriter. It? It's oh. upside down. Oh. But it's a typewriter. Okay. Well, whatever. They all have the books on them. They're super soft. They're shirling here. And this one, you guys, they made particularly, and I'm going to sing this, send this to Allegra Goodman, who wrote Sam. Oh. They wrote, and this has the entire book on it. Wait, what? No, it doesn't. (laughs) Just experts. But how amazing is this? They have six different options. By the way, she's going to love that. They have Pride and Prejudice, Great Gatsby, all the great books. 
Um, you can go to lithographs.com and use the code bookshop20 for 20% off. To check out any of those products, go to today.com slash read with Jenna. All right, coming up, two best-selling authors share some easy breezy reads to throw in your beach bag this weekend. Coming up after this. All right, it may be the end of August, but there's still plenty of sunny weather ahead to enjoy in the weeks ahead. So if you're looking for some juicy reads to take the pool or the beach, we got them. Oh, and we have two of our favorite authors. Emma Straub is the best-selling author behind This Time Tomorrow. And Jasmine Gullery's latest book is called Drunk on Love. And they stopped by recently to share some of their top picks. First of all, your reads. Yes. I mean, Can we, we kind of dig your, your reads. Read? This time tomorrow, for anybody that loves mm-hmm. father-daughter love stories, the 90s, and it, we're New York City, mm-hmm. which is a great combination. Remind us what it's about, even though mm-hmm. I just did. Yeah. <laughs> well, so it's it's a time travel book, um, but it's, it's really about a girl and her father. And so for anyone who's lost a parent, I mm-hmm. think it'll be a, a beautiful Band-Aid. Mm-hmm. And for your book, Jasmine, I mean, this is a beach read, if there ever was one, right? It is. A, you know, it's set in Napa Valley. Yeah. It's a love story. It's all about summertime and drinking wine and falling in love. Come on! <laughs> we want right. to do all of those things. <laughs> Let's get to our picks. Let's start with you, Emma. Your first book, I w- we want to be treated. What you got? Kiss Me in the Coral Lab. Oh, I already like it. By Helen Ellis. So Helen, Helen is hilarious. These are essays. She's written in the past about family and friendship, but this is this one is all about love and marriage. So if you are, <laughs> let's say, a middle-aged person yes. who's in a long-term relationship, yes. you should definitely read this definitely. book. Definitely. Okay, great. Check, Thank check, and you. check. Jasmine, what do you have for us? Um, Mrs. Nash's Ashes. It <laughs> is a... Such a charming love story. I, this is a book that, like, when I finished it, I just wanted to hug it to my chest. Oh. It is about two near strangers who go on a road trip together to deliver ashes to someone's long-lost love. Oh. And then, in the process, of course, they fall in love. Of course they do. Oh, oh, I love Delightful, that. adorable, so much fun. Mm-hmm. All right, Emma, back to you. What's yes. your next pick? Quietly Hostile by okay. Samantha Irby. <laughs> Samantha Irby is... Absolutely hilarious. She's one of those people where, like, these are, it's a it's another essay collection, and this is one where if you are feeling down mm-hmm. or you feel like you haven't read anything you've loved in a long time, all you need is Samantha <gasps> Irby because she will I make you laugh. <laughs> she will make you laugh on every page. Yes, yeah. I love essays too, bite sized. Yeah, because you yes. can read one a night, mm-hmm. but also <laughs> comedy is not always that easy. Yes. So yes. thank you for That's that. So funny, um, Jasmine. Okay, we hear your next pick is sort of a rom com. It is. It's called For Her Consideration. It's by Amy Spaulding. It is just a fun romantic comedy set in L.A. about someone falling in love with a movie star. I just love it. Oh, yeah. By the way, you're the queen of romance and rom-coms. <laughs> you pass that so- one over here, too? We need some beach reads. These are good. Okay, Emma, your last book is a cookbook? Yes. Wait, what? Okay, so maybe you're, are not, you bringing a chef? It, maybe you're not bringing it to the beach because it's a little heavy, but you need it anyway. So Tender Heart by Hedy Lou McKinnon. So she she is she is one of my favorite she's one of my go-to people where I'm like I don't know what to make for dinner I can always cook something of Hetty's. I am not an accomplished <laughs> chef okay I want to set the expectations yes. you can do this if I what can, kind of food is it all kinds well she's Chinese but she's she grew up in Australia mm-hmm. so it's it's sort of from all over the place yeah. but it's it's she's also a beautiful writer yeah so it has yeah. also stories about her yes. family in it yes yes so oh. you, you'll read it you come for the recipes stay for the stories mm. um 
delicious. Oh, delicious I love things. that. That's like Beautiful. the best kind of book. <laughs> it. It's oh, very heavy. I know we're carrying a lot of things. All right, okay. what we got? Oh, I love this one. Um, a Living Remedy by Nicole Chung. This this one won't make you cry, but it is a really beautiful book about um, the, her loss of both of her parents within a few years. Mm. Um, and she sort of talks about how to how to live after that. Um, everything that she went through and that her parents went through growing up with them. I think it is, you know, her mother died during the pandemic. And so I think a lot of us, well, so many of us yeah. lost people during that time and couldn't share that loss, share that grief with anyone. And I think this book will really... It, will really help anyone who experienced that. And it's like you're sharing that grief with all of us. Oh, I love it. You know, I know that's such a such good one. <laughs> Yo, and you guys get their books, too. Yes. Please. Yeah. Some really good reps. Mm-hmm. Check out these beach reads. Go to day.com slash books. We'll be back right after this. And that's going to do it for us. If you love this show, sign up for my Read with Jenna newsletter. You'll get the latest book recommendations and more delivered right to your inbox. Just scan this QR code and get reading. Tomorrow, get ready for some fun. Yo, Donna's going to go knocking on the door. Knock, knock. Surprise I of a like very that. deserving dad with the, for a big surprise. Plus, two college-bound besties share a moment on our show that they'll never forget. And we're going to help, help make dreams come true for a very special viewer. See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.